Welcome, everyone. I'm Kim Christensen, and this is the Peaceful Productivity Podcast, where I share strategies to help you get the most out of your time and feel better in the process. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Peaceful Productivity Podcast. Today, I'm excited to talk to you about one of my favorite books as it pertains to peaceful productivity. And that's the book called Flow by Mahaley Csikszentmihalyi. In this book, the author describes a state of being in which we lose all sense of time, even our sense of selves. It's being so completely absorbed in the moment that we lose our sense of context, I'll call it. Have you ever experienced this state? It's a state of being in which we're so deeply absorbed in a task that has a very clear objective. And for me, I can achieve this state very easily when I'm doing something like playing the piano or skiing or even walking outside. I think that it comes very naturally when we're in certain conditions. But I was thinking the other day, you know, there are certain things that we can do to create that state for ourselves, if that's something that we're interested in doing. I think there's a lot of benefits to being in this flow state. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to talking about the flow state. And I also wanted to offer some tips, some things that have really worked for me when I want to bring this flow state to my work. So what is this flow state exactly and how is it different from just deep work? Well, the author describes flow as having seven unique characteristics. So the first one is that intense focus. There's no thoughts about what I could be doing right now, what I should be doing right now. It's just being completely absorbed in the task at hand. And the second one is a clarity of goals. So there's this sense of moving towards something rather than just doing an activity for the sake of doing it. There's a movement there when you have flow. The third characteristic is There's a balance between skill and challenge. So there's a feeling that accomplishment is possible and that I have the skills, I possess the skills to accomplish something. However, there's enough challenge there to continue to keep it interesting for me, to keep me engaged in the task. The fourth characteristic of flow is that there's a sense of personal control or agency over the task. And I think this relates to that balance between skill and challenge. If I feel like I have the skills necessary to accomplish the goal and there's enough challenge to keep it interesting, then there's this sense of control over the task. I think that's one of the reasons why I love skiing so much is There is obviously literally a sense of movement there, but there's also for me a sense of progression in terms of what I'm doing 
it being challenging and interesting, and I'm constantly improving with regards to my skiing. So I feel a real sense of personal agency when I'm skiing. And the fifth one is a sense of presence and a loss of self-consciousness. I think the sense of personal agency and the sense of presence are both related back to that level of skill and challenge that you feel over the task. For example, for me in skiing, I've been skiing for many, many years. And so my level of skill is to the degree where I feel like I have a great degree of control and personal agency over the task at hand. And yet there's always enough challenge to keep it interesting and keep me engaged in the moment, totally focused and creating that sense of presence for me. So much so that it leads to that sixth characteristic, which is losing a sense of time. It's that feeling where Minutes could be hours and hours could feel like minutes. It's that bending time that you experience when you're in that flow state. And then the seventh characteristic, the last one, is being a part of something bigger than self. It's that feeling that you get when you zoom out and you recognize that you're part of something that's bigger than just the individual. I love being in that flow state. And it's something that we can bring quite easily and naturally to things that we've been doing all of our lives that continue to challenge and engage us. But it's also something that we can bring to our work. And that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is that even though we feel like it comes to us naturally in certain situations. It's something that we can also create for ourselves, especially as it pertains to work. It has many benefits, this flow state, when we bring it to our work. Obviously, there's increased productivity, but it's also a very peaceful state of mind. And the reason for this is because there's really no room for any conflicting thoughts or any chatter from your brain. The effort that you're putting in feels smooth. There's less self-consciousness and more conscious of just being present in the moment. So it feels peaceful. It feels good. It's what I talk about when I'm talking about becoming less focused on the outcome and more falling in love with the process. You feel unencumbered. It feels like things are coming naturally. Of course, as a result, there's often more engagement in our work. We feel more in tune with our emotional state. In fact, so much so that we feel in control of our emotional state. And from that sense of control, there's a sense of confidence and creativity. And for me, that comes with a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment in the work because the work itself tends to be the reward. As I mentioned earlier, it's a state that comes quite naturally when I'm doing something like skiing, but it's also a state that I can create for myself when I'm writing or even when I'm organizing information in an Excel spreadsheet. 
it's almost like this feeling that rather than being the source of the creativity, instead, I feel like it's flowing through me. And I love this idea of flowing through me. It reminds me that all productivity, all value even, even money as it relates to creating value operates through this concept of flow. It's like a river. Sometimes it's really choppy or even obstructed and other times it's completely fluid and natural and at ease, which I think is the essence of peaceful productivity, being completely at ease and in alignment with what it is that you are doing and wanting to produce. And so today I wanted to offer some tips for getting yourself into that flow state. I've got three tips that work really well for me. And those three tips are, one is flow time, two is creating a routine around flow time. And then three is decision free time. So these are all tips around bending time. (laughs) So the first one is called flow time, or sometimes people will refer to it as focus time. And so flow time is just a block of time that you create for yourself in which you're unfettered by interruptions or other demands on your attention. So you know that feeling that you have when you're a part of you is monitoring the environment for something that's incoming, there's an alertness there, or even a buzzing around something that you might have forgotten. It might not even be at your level of conscious awareness. It's just something barely noticeable, a feeling at the edge of your consciousness. And so to achieve flow, we have to park all of that buzzing, that noise, those worries, just for a short period of time. And the best way that I know how to do that is to give myself a finish line. So if I tell myself that I'm just going to work on something until it's done or until I achieve a specific result, then the vagueness of that objective doesn't allow my brain to park the worry. There's always going to be that micromanaging going on in the background because I'm trying to actually juggle two things at once. Even though it seems like I'm very focused on the task at hand, there's a part of me that's micromanaging what's going to happen next, what I should be doing. All of those decisions are happening in the background. And so to really relax into flow, I have to be completely free of possible interruptions, even those interruptions from my own brain. And the way that I do this is I give myself two hours of focus time each morning. The focus time has a clearly defined start time and it has a clearly defined end time. And the reason why I give myself two hours is sometimes I can get into that flow state relatively quickly, especially when I do something like create a routine around it, which I'll talk to in just a moment. But sometimes it can take me longer to get into that flow state. 
And so when I give myself a decent chunk of time to get into it, then it's much easier for me to park the worries around what I'm doing or what I should be doing. I'll even go so far as to set an alarm for myself that alerts me to the end of my focus time. So then there's not a part of me that's like got my eye on the clock. The parameters of my focus time are very clearly defined, which gives me the freedom to explore and be completely creative during that time without any fear of being interrupted. So if you want to give this a try for yourself, just set a predetermined length of time with a very clear objective and set an alarm for the finished time. You can experiment with the amount of time that works best for you and works best for your schedule. Now, the second tip that I want to offer for getting yourself into that flow state is to create a routine around it. I once heard someone describe this as inviting the muses. So what I found is that when I have a morning routine, and for me, what that looks like is grabbing my cup of coffee, feeding the dog, clearing my schedule, sitting down, having all notifications turned off and no possible interruptions and just some quiet time to completely focus. When I complete the steps in the same order every morning as I get ready to go into my flow state, it's almost like my brain is preparing itself in advance. So it allows me to get into that flow state much more quickly, especially when I know what to expect. And I love that idea of inviting the muses. The muses are triggered when I am going through the steps of my routine and they know that when I sit down at my desk and start to get to work, that I don't have to worry about anything else. And the third tip that I have to offer around creating flow time is to also create some space for yourself in your calendar to do nothing but make decisions. I call it planning time. I have this planning time that occurs both on a weekly basis as well as on a daily basis. And that amount of time is strictly reserved for making decisions. Decisions about what I'm going to do, why I'm going to do that, So prioritizing my different tasks, when I'm going to do it and how I'm going to do it. I find that when I carve out dedicated time to do nothing but make decisions, it allows me to free up that mental space to completely dedicate to focus and creativity. If I don't give myself that decision time, that planning time, then what I find is that when I'm in my focus time, my flow state, there's a part of my brain that's in the background thinking about what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So not only do I dedicate time to focus and creativity, I also dedicate time both weekly and daily for planning and making decisions. So if you're interested in creating some flow state for yourself, particularly around your work, 
I'll invite you to give those three things a try. Dedicate a chunk of time just for focus. Create a routine around it so that your brain knows what to expect and can transition into that flow state. And the third one was around creating some dedicated time just for making decisions. So your brain isn't trying to make decisions and be creative at the same time. Thanks for listening and I hope you have a great day. Take care, everyone. And for anyone looking for information on how to create more peaceful productivity in your life, please visit my website, financialwellnesscoach.ca. Thanks, everyone.